At KeyBank, we understand what you need to run a middle market company. We bring a team of strategists and problem solvers to design and deliver solutions critical to your business's success. KeyBank offers industry expertise, investment banking and capital markets, payment automation, loans and lines of credit, plus equipment financing. Connect with your local KeyBank team. Learn more at key.com slash commercial. Welcome to the Grit Daily Startup. I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this is a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes at startups. The good, the bad, and the gritty. Let's dive in. Alan, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So the time we're recording this right now, you are, we're, we're pretty much neighbors. You're in town for Bitcoin 2022. So uh, uh, technology connecting us in all uh, all aspects of the globe, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, Miami's really beautiful. The weather's great. There's not like, you know, much to complain about. No, not at all. Par- paradise, paradise. <laughs> so I'm attempting to learn what you guys got going on with, with Railgun and how this whole thing started and uh, what you guys are currently working on, the plans for the future, and of course, a little bit of your experience in the startup world. But first, let's back up a little bit. Let's help our listeners better understand a little bit about you and your backstory and what really brought you to present day with what you guys are working on. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, it always, it's always interesting to think about your own like uh, crypto journey, if you will. Um, it started for me in uh, 2017. Uh, you know, really crypto curious, if you will, and uh, friends were um, taking and trading and speculating and doing all this stuff. And um, I started, uh, you know, doing the buying and selling, and then you know took a little bit of money, you know, made it into a decent amount of money, and then took that decent amount of money and made it into a little bit of money, like everybody else did. Um, and then you know, continued, um, you know, just being interested in the space, the technology, what it could do for the uh, the future of finance. Um, and then, you know, of course, participated in the, uh, the, the DeFi summer 2020, uh, realized that, uh, you know, there was a lot of, um, I guess, you know, money to be had and a lot of really interesting things that could be done. And, you know, ultimately got the opportunity to take and advise on Railgun and join the, the, you know, the core advisory for this uh, centralized project uh, in, in May of last year. Very cool. So how long has Rail, Railgun been around? Yeah, so the, the technology associated and like the, the, the code that allows us to do this uh, has only been around for you know, a very limited of time. So we, uh, we, we broke ground on code in January of, of last year. Uh, the, the beta came out in July of last year, late July, early August. And uh, we're about to launch the V1 of the project which gives you, you know, whole anonymity, whole privacy while doing DeFi. All right, so let's break that down a little bit for 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 our newer listeners to the space, you know, really understanding what that what that. I mean, again, I think that's that's a majority, right? Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's unpack that for a second. I was reading the the CoinDesk article uh, you guys had sent over before uh, before the interview here, and, and it said that. You've entered into a strategic partnership, or excuse me, a digital currency group, parent company of CoinDesk. It hit a $10 billion valuation late last year. It's entered into a strategic partnership with the Railgun Dow through a $10 million investment to bring 
a privacy protocol to decentralized finance, aka mm. DeFi. So let's unpack that for a second. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, first and foremost, you know, privacy is something that everybody values, right? And this is um, very well recognized as like your individual right when it comes to like your financial information. And people, whenever they think about like crypto, whenever they think about like Bitcoin, um, you know, Ethereum, all of these things, you know, a lot of the newcomers to the space tend to conflate pseudonymous transactions with privacy and anonymity. And the reality of the space is that there's a lot of companies that have come along like uh, Nansen, Chainalysis, you know, the list goes on that take and, you know, track you know, collect, collate, and then sell on-chain data. And it's alarmingly accurate. In other words, these people are taking your, your financial information, you know, all the transactions that you've done, all the crypto investments that you've made, and are taking all that on-chain data, connecting it to your person, and then selling that to the highest bidder. Right? So in other words, your, your privacy is for sale. And, you know, people are, are really, um, I think, unaware of this, until they really get deep in the space. And it's really unfortunate because, you know, I, I think that privacy, especially when it comes to the financial information, is just, is just really important. And so uh, up until now, there hasn't really been uh, the technology um, or like the, the, the code, if you will, to take and do, you know, directly on-chain privacy on blockchains like Ethereum, BSE, uh, and Polygon. There's, there's been privacy tokens, privacy chains, you know, like Monero and, and Zcash, but these all haven't had the ability to do things in the decentralized finance space. So if you wanted to like buy NFTs in a private fashion, if you wanted to make payments um, using, you know, USDT, USDC, other stables, uh, you haven't really been able to do that yet. And, you know, that's what Relgon is bringing to the space. It's, it's bringing the ability for users to take and do transactions in a private fashion maintain anonymity if they so choose. And I think that you know, having privacy as an option is going to be really important if this is going to be the, the future of finance, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, you know, and, and there's, you've got so much brand new technology. So it's like, how, how, does, how does privacy and all of that work into this new technology? So naturally, new solutions need to be built on top of it to be able to provide that. And that's, you know, clearly what you guys have started to pave the way for. Yeah, exactly right. You know, so in the, in the centralized finance space, uh, zero knowledge uh, has become uh, really, really, really popular um, because of its ability to allow you know different crypto ecosystems to scale uh, effectively. It also uh, allows for some really interesting privacy tech to, to be built. Um, in fact, if you've ever heard of Zcash, you know, Zcash is a cryptocurrency that uses zero knowledge proofs. Um, just like Railgun to take and uh, you know, do private uh, private transactions. And so, you know, all of this stuff uh, is, is constantly evolving. And, you know, now we're just getting to the point where we can have decentralized finance and it can be private too. And I think that this, this will be really important to help maintain the censorship resistant nature of crypto. And, um, and I think that's one of the core tenets of why we, we both what we built. Absolutely. So let's talk about a little bit about the startup journey, because we talk about that here on, on the show a lot, the good, the bad and the gritty aspect in your experience. I mean, even outside what you're you know, what you're doing now at 
Adriago, but just your experience in general with the world of startup, what have been some of the most challenging parts of being involved with a startup? Yeah, so when it comes to um, like a decentralized project like this, you know, one of the hardest things is to take and find people, you know, who are really passionate about the same things that you're passionate about and talented enough to take and, and do the things required to, to build it, right? And so, you know, we've been very fortunate to take and have a, you know, a core team of contributors from the community to take and, and, and build this stuff, right? We have a, a, a PhD on the team. His name is uh, Ishan Galal, and he has a PhD in privacy-preserving protocols on blockchain, um, which I have no idea how he had the foresight to take it you know, get a PhD like that because he had to start the program. I think it's four years ago, but nevertheless, he did. You know, we have, uh, you know, Kyra, who's the, the lead developer uh, of the smart contracts associated with the privacy system. And he is, you know, he's, he's one of the leading developers in, in blockchain, in my humble opinion. And so taking and finding people, I think, is probably the, the number one thing. I'm sure that most people can agree whenever they're doing something, um, it's finding the appropriate people to get the job done right. I think that's number one. I think if we talk about like specifically in the cryptocurrency blockchain space, you know, developing smart contracts, this kind of thing, um, one of the hardest things to get right is, is security, right? Um, and the, the real issue with that is that most of the major uh, auditing firms are on a massive backlog. You know, some of them even to the extent of 10 months out, you know, which when we think about crypto, we think about DeFi, you know, for them to effectively be a year out for auditing, it's just an incredibly long time. It's such a, you know, bustling and, and speedy ecosystem, right? Things are constantly being developed and new, you know, and that's, um, that's one of the, the tricky things to get right, you know, because one of the things that we're, we're going after is giving the you know, institutions and corporations, the ability to have privacy. And if you're going to build a smart contract that's going to warehouse hundreds of millions of dollars, you have to get, um, you have to get that right. Um, and then I think the last thing that's been really, that's been really interesting, um, I guess two things, right? You know, one of the, one of the most interesting things is like just making sure that there is absolutely no daylight that people can glean from the smart contract to break people's privacy. This is really difficult in a uh, you know public blockchain space uh, like you know Ethereum, you know Polkadot, Solana, AVAX. The list goes on, right? So you know it's, it takes a lot of diligence, uh, a lot of um, hours in front of code for the, the people contributing to the code to, to get this stuff right. But the last thing I'll say is that you know privacy has a an interesting straw man always built against it uh, when it comes to financial privacy. And that you know it's only for bad actors and people up to no good, and I just don't think that's the case, right? I think that everybody appreciates you know having financial privacy, and so it's it's really important to take and you know be able to tell the narrative in a way that allows people to have that privacy that they just so deserve. Absolutely, absolutely. That was a, that was a great explanation too. So 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 thanks for that. Uh, so we've talked about the challenging parts. What would you say has been so? I mean, outside of the you know overall success of the of the brand and the business, what's been some of the best parts of the startup process? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's really rewarding to build something that you uh, that you want, right? And I think privacy is is something that is like desperately needed in the space. You know, 
my humble opinion, you know, DeFi, you know, is 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 woefully lacking the ability to transact privately. Like if you wanted to do, you know, farming or lending or open up a maker vault or whatever it may be, you know, maybe you want to participate in the the curve wars or, or something like this, or buy NFTs, like you haven't been able to do it in a private fashion. And so to be able to like contribute to a project that is actually building something for that, you know, it's extremely rewarding. You know, it's it's totally different than like uh, you know, your traditional job, you know, before this, I worked in, you know, the reinsurance space, which is basically, uh, you know, insurance. It's a, it's a pretty boring business, um, very much so needed, but incredibly boring. And so it's, this is a very fast paced moving market. There's a lot of stuff to figure out. There's a lot of, you know, moving parts. And, you know, the, the best thing is like seeing the community that's growing around it, not only from like individual users, you know, we have a, a great DAO on the uh, on our Discord. Uh, we have a great Telegram group, people following us on Twitter, messaging us, you know, really supporting the project. Um, even at the institutional level, there's a lot of very interested players when it comes to, you know, privacy and being able to take and trade and, and develop, you know, alpha in their trades, you know, and that's why, you know, we did a strategic partnership with, you know, DCG. I mean, Digital Currency Group is, you know, an absolute... Um, you know, monster in the space. You know, they have Foundry, they have uh, Genesis, they have Grayscale, the, the list goes on. So seeing these really big players, you know, be really hot on what it is that you're developing is, you know, it's, it's pretty rewarding. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, it feels like this is all just, you know, just just kicking off. We're just getting started here in the infancy of mm. all this. So, um, you know, and, and I think there's been a, you know, certain with Web3, uh, really becoming more relevant last year, I think, you know, in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's added a different element to the to the world and to life and to community too, and how we now conduct business and businesses and brands are now starting to scratch their head and go, well, wait a second, maybe we can't avoid this whole blockchain thing. Maybe we do have a place in that world and we need to figure that out sooner, you know, rather than later. And of course, privacy, uh, you know, coming at the forefront of all of that, because that's always a brand and business's number one concern as it is with any new technology that they're, you know, they're starting to enter into. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I mean, can you imagine, let's say that the future of finance is blockchain. And let's say that you're the Toyota Corporation, right? And you want to pay your aluminum supplier your very special deal that you've gotten on aluminum, right? You, you've worked this beautiful discount. You know what the last thing that you want to happen is for that really great price to leak out into the marketplace, right? This is not good. There's a thing called trade secrets, right? You know, can you imagine the Coca-Cola Corporation, you know, working through their supply chain and buying things from people and basically leaking the, the secret sauce that is, you know, how they make Coca-Cola because of the way that they make payments are, you know, completely, um, you know, on chain and public for the world to see, you know, this is, this is not good. And even when it comes to like institutions who invest in things, you know, whenever we initially did the deal with um, uh, DCG as a DAO, um, you know, it was done, you know, in a, like a pseudonymous nature. And it, it was, it, it was really, it was really interesting to see that all unfold. Like due to on-chain analytics, um, DCG was doxxed in less than two hours. <laughs> you know, people were like, oh man, it's DCG. You know, so, um, there's just a whole, I mean, we could spend, you know, an hour on this podcast talking about all the use cases for, you know, for privacy. And, um, you know, I think it's something that will be really, really useful 
for adoption, you know, going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, dude, this is great. I, you know, the best part of, about my job is being able to learn so much about this new world of Web3 and every different facet. Today's lesson was a little more on privacy and how important it is with all of this. So I really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, Alan, I hope you enjoy the rest of your time here in, uh, in this little slice of paradise we like to call Miami and the absolute craziness that is 25,000 human beings here for Bitcoin uh, 2022. That's uh, it's, it's, it's quite the quite the month for uh, for Web3 events here in South Florida. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, man. Hey, after this, I'm gonna write some emails, drink a cup of coffee, and I'm going to the beach. You gotta get some Cuban coffee. Oh, I'm about it, 100%. <laughs> thanks again for your time, Alan. I really appreciate it, man. Come back soon, will you? Yeah, thanks so much. You got it. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit Daily Startup. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. This podcast is brought to you by GritDaily.com, the premier startup news hub. More information at GritDaily.com. Once again, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk. Until next time, friends. We love the Employee Retention Tax Credit and what it does for clients. Find out if you qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com. As the first and only CPA firm in the country solely offering ERC services, JWC has helped thousands of businesses claim over $500 million in tax refunds. We're a licensed and regulated CPA firm committed to client education without the gimmicks and deception of unlicensed ERC companies. Learn how to qualify at iHeartTaxRefunds.com.